What's up? It's Alyssa. Before you share this episode, you should probably know that you're only getting half an episode. Why? Because we suck. We are putting half of the episode on here right now. The other half will be on our Patreon. So if you enjoy this spicy content and want more, go ahead and go to our Patreon page and give us your money. Thanks. Your friends suck. Was that good? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Your Friends Suck, a podcast where we talk about all the things that your sucky friends don't want to talk about. Um, brought to you by Marissa and Alyssa. And again, not sponsored by anyone. So any advertisement that you think is happening <laughs> during this podcast today is not. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. That was Hello, a very everyone. like like Oprah like intro it felt very like talk showy like hello thank you i did a book report on oprah one time in fifth grade um about mm-hmm. inspirational women so that's Love where that. it came from also when it said like it got to zero and it was counting up i was like is it still counting down <laughs> so it <laughs> took a second for my brain to switch like oh you gotta say something it's all good um, Alyssa and I, we were talking right before this and I was like, oh, I just thought of something. Oh, I just thought of something. <laughs> Two times. One, which I already admitted to Alyssa, is that I'm very sad today that it's not fall. So I made um, pumpkin muffins. So I think it's like 10 or 11 Fridays till Halloween maybe. Oh my gosh. I'm very excited. That <laughs> sounds so close. I know. Guess it is. That's wild. Uh huh. Um, the other thing I was going to announce, well, I guess you can make your announcement too after this, is that I am halfway through a book. Wow. <gasps> I'm a clap over Do we get? Myself. <laughs> Honestly, go ahead. Do we get to know what book it is? Should I tell you after it or should I tell you now? I feel like I, feel like I already said. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like I really want AR points and like stickers for how many points the books are Deal. worth. Um, Deal. Do you want? I can say it now. Um, I'm reading The Silent Patient, and I couldn't tell you who has written it off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah. That's on my to read list. Is it good? I, it's on a I'm list. guessing if you've um, read it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, the Kindle has really saved me because it fits in all of my purses. So, yes. like, instead of scrolling through my phone, because I realized walking around all the time, like, your phone dies, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're far away from a charger. So, like, I, uh, after not leaving home for a year and a half, I'm finding like, oh, my phone dies if I use it all of the time. <laughs> I'm not constantly in a charger. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's good. I'm, I feel like I know how it's going to end. And I did this with another book, but I don't know anyone that's read it that I could say it to and then see if I was right at the end. <laughs> so that's kind of good though. I like, like you want to know, but it's also nice to have no idea. Yes. Well, the last book I read, my mom had finished it and she's like, I want you to get to the end. And like probably a third or two thirds through, I was like, I know how this ends. And she was like, how do you think it ends? And I said it and she was like, okay, we'll see. And then I was right. (laughs) So uh, we'll see. Um, I've seen way too many movies to be able to pick like a predictable ending or be able to pick up on stuff like that. The Oh, no. Make your announcement. (laughs) What's my announcement? About how far you are in Harry Potter. Yeah. Hey guys, I almost have finished Harry Potter. We are on the last 100 pages of the series. Oh my God, you're so close. Graduation is coming. 
Hell yeah. I'm going to have finished one book in the time it fin- took Alyssa to finish an entire series. <laughs> Just so Okay, but knows. like also I've been reading it for like three years, so. I read one book in the time it took Alyssa to read an entire series. <laughs> so just let that sink in. If anyone ever feels bad about themselves, just replay that one part over and over again on a loop. You just got to keep going, you know? I know. I will. I'll be better. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm getting better. Um, the other thing I was going to say, we were talking about how Alyssa is going to watch the movies afterwards. This just I popped into my brain because it just happened this past weekend. But the entire Twilight series is now on Netflix. <gasps> no. How exciting. What a time to be alive as a millennial. Can I just say? <laughs> Please. I was a, a twihard. Like, not in the sense where I had the shirt. Like, I feel like we brought the shirt up on the podcast before, which is, yep. like, concerning. But the whole, like, <laughs> I don't want to be a princess. I don't be, like, not that far. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did read the books, and I was excited for the movie. So, like, I'm very curious... Maybe mm-hmm. we should have a series where we talk in depth. <laughs> we start about. a sub podcast <laughs> where we just watch, only watch the Twilight films and each episode is a new movie. Yes. Um, I do vaguely remember having a t-shirt that says Love Bites on it. Oh no. Like yeah. when the first movie came out, but like, I don't really remember. Well, I had temporary I had tattoos that were both <laughs> vampire bites and werewolf scratches so can uh, i say see, anything my friend emily which she has listened to this before mm-hmm. but i don't know if she actively is so if she makes it five minutes into this episode she'll hear me say this she was also a twihard and i mm-hmm. honestly feel like if you guys would have gone to the same middle school and been the same grade you would have been friends and neither of you would have gone through high school without wearing black lipstick like you both would have been like black lipstick bangs love recipe bites t-shirts. for yeah recipe yeah you would have like amplified each other's powers probably there was a girl Truly. that i was close with though i remember freshman year she put countdowns on my locker of like until the next movie came out so like it's amazing mm-hmm. i like that kind of friendship i want that kind of friendship hope she's doing well but <laughs> oh, stay God. tuned we're gonna do something <laughs> olivia rodrigo hope you're okay it just starts playing faintly in the background somewhere without us getting copyrighted exactly oh gosh well here's how i'm gonna make this transition Alyssa. Yes. <laughs> if you're in love with someone. Okay. And you are somehow immortal and you will live the rest of your time as the age you are now. Do you change that person to also be immortal or do you let them age as they normally would and you continue to be the same age? Welcome to this so, week's morality <laughs> episode. We'll be asking questions as if we're okay, and the answer is probably no. <laughs> so hypothetically, in Twilight terms, you yeah. are immortal. You're stuck at your age right now. Zach, he is just a human sack of flesh, getting going to get taken out at any moment. Do you change him so he is now also stuck at the same age as you, or do you leave him to be mortal and live the rest of his days? I mean, I definitely want his input. Like, I feel like there's there'd be a lot if I just like wanted to keep him alive. 
But is it, but like, okay, so let's say you've already lived thousands of years and you've seen the pain of humanity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Over and over and over again for lifetimes. Is it moral of you to decide selfishly to change him so that he can be with you and a companion in immortality? Or do you let him live out a normal lifespan? Because he doesn't know what it's like that's true like he could be like yeah do it and not have any idea i don't know i feel like that's a game time decision i feel like should we just watch the twilight movies right now we get copyrighted if we play it in the background thanks for listening Uh, so wash your hands (laughs) um (laughs) no i don't know like i that one is hard because I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of these questions we're about to do today is like, you're obviously not in that situation. So you could say whatever. Like, I mm-hmm. want to say that I would just be like, screw it. And like, even if I've been miserable because I've been alive for centuries, like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna let him be like miserable with me. Like, why not? You know? <laughs> yeah. But Misery loves company. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think I would take the moral high ground in this case. That's fair. I, I feel just like the really... high ground is to like, let them die because you know... Because you know that you don't want them to suffer forever. You would like them to just suffer a normal amount. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know how to make the transition (laughs) to this. It was smooth. I'm here for it. I want to know your answer. Um, I feel like it had to be a long conversation and some group therapy sessions to decide. That's fair too. But do vampires have therapists? I don't know. Who can they trust? Who would believe them? Nobody. Exactly. I, you know, honestly, if it wasn't okay, so let's say hypothetically that when did those movies come out? The early two thousands. Hypothetically, yeah. at that point, I'd be like, you know what? It seems like we're taking a turn for the better. Like we're out of some, we're out of like world war, and mm-hmm. most like we we've made some improvements. There's indoor plumbing and stuff like that. So at that point, maybe I would have, but in twenty twenty one, maybe I wouldn't. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> realize I, quickly yeah. that. <laughs> I can't imagine that much long after this is going to get any better. That's a fair, fair point. So, we listened to our good. last episode. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it just can't get too much better after this. So it's like, do I want them to live through the end of time? Because that's where we're headed. Well, even the vampires, you could just take their heads off. So, like, if they really, like, if he's just, like, super annoyed by, like, year 200. But then you like, also, I, yeah, you got to, like, burn them, too, or something, right? Roll oh, yeah. through some. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, why not? That's true. I guess. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we found an article uh, that has a bunch of different moral dilemma questions. Um, so, we're going to go through this. Why did Alyssa want us to, like, decide how bad of people we are on a recorded line? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to send this to all employees um, or employers. <laughs> but no, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is fun. And we encourage you guys to, like, pause the podcast when it comes to when we, like, make you decide. And you guys, like, figure out if you're a shitty person, you know? well i think some of these too i always like read these and then i'm like oh wait i didn't even think of that other option and i don't know if it's like something's wrong with my brain that it creates a gap that i don't think of the best option or if it really is like oh there isn't a correct answer here 
Um, the beginning of this article also says morality is defined as the principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong, good or bad behavior. What makes these questions dilemmas is an individual's definition of right or wrong and good or bad. So basically, <laughs> our answers determine what, determine what we think is right and wrong. Yeah. Hey. Which okay. I feel like is morality in general. Like, It's just everyone's definition is different. Yes. Everything can be I, justified, either right or wrong. Okay. Do you want to go first? You want me to? <laughs> I'll go first. Um, okay. So this is the first uh, scenario. Oh, no. It's this titled... is too real. <laughs> I know. I'm excited, though, because I already know my answer to this. Um, the unfaithful friend. You go out with your husband for dinner at a new restaurant you have not frequented before. It is a part of a town you rarely visit. You are shocked to see your friend's spouse having dinner with a very young, attractive person. From the way they're behaving, it's obvious that they're more than friends. The couple finish their meal and leave without seeing you. They behave very affectionately on the way to out. Out the door. I can't talk. Do you tell your friend, knowing you probably they wait, knowing you probably will not be believed and it may ruin your friendship? Or do you say nothing and see how it goes? It's none of your business. Maybe they have an open relationship and you don't know. Which do you do? Here's my thing. Not only would I tell my friend, I would have found a newspaper with like the date and like something <laughs> on it and taken a photo of them in the background so mm -hmm. that you can see. Like 100% I would have because I'm sorry. If you do have an open relationship, I want to know details about that too. <laughs> so like why are you keeping all the fun information to yourself? Exactly. I have questions. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't even – like they wouldn't have even had to be like they wouldn't have even left, and I would have I already FaceTimed. texted a hundred percent. Oh yeah, I'd be like, oh, hey, yeah. I'd like take a picture and just be like, you need to know what's going on. Wouldn't even cross my mind to not say anything. Not a chance. I would have FaceTimed. I would have zoomed mm -hmm. in photos. I would have maybe interrupted. Like the thing is, is like. If you were good enough friends with somebody that you would do that for them and you would obviously recognize their spouse out in public with somebody that you don't know, if you are that level of friendship and you do call them and you're like, hey, what's going on? And they do happen to know about it. They're going to be like, yo, it's fine. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. They're going to just be like, yo, it's cool. And you're going to be like, okay, we have a different conversation to have <laughs> at another time. I'm going to get back to dinner, but let's let's put a little <laughs> pin in this. Yeah, we'll circle back because I do have some questions. Uh, just out of pure curiosity, not judging at all. Just want to know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, that was that's not even – I'm scared because I feel like these are going to get harder. Yes, 100%. And like oh, I feel no. like too with this one, like – if any, I guess it also depends on the level of friendship because I could see how it would be a little bit harder. Like if it's literally like a mm -hmm. work friend that you've hung out with like twice, like I could see where you're kind of like, um, yeah. but again, I would still, I would still say something like, I don't yeah, know, that's you're shitty thing. kind of if you don't. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is like, if it's somebody that you know well enough, you're like, wait, I don't know that girl. And like, this mm -hmm. is not normal behavior for them. Then I feel like you're in the clear to say something no matter what. Agreed. I mean, even if you're just like, yo, who is this? And they're like, oh, they've been friends forever, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, they mouth kissed on the way out. And they're like, yeah, they do that. I'd be like, okay, then fine. If you're chill, I just wanted to make sure you're chill. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. This involves children. Okay. Oh, God. I haven't even read the whole thing, and I just went back and read the title. Um, a difficult choice. 
You and your family love the beach and decide to spend the weekend in an isolated beach cabin. Your teenage daughter often gets bored on your getaways, so you make plans to take your niece along. Oh, gosh. As soon as you arrive, a storm is looming on the horizon and the water looks rough. You tell the girls that they can get ready to swim, but to come back and help unload the car. They get excited and they do not pay attention to the last part where you tell of what you say and run down to the beach to swim. You do not realize they have done so until you hear your daughter scream. You realize that they are caught in a strong current. Oh God. And might get swept to sea, but you are a good swimmer and you know, you can save one of them. You have a difficult choice to make. Do you save your niece first as she is a poor swimmer and will not be able to last as long as your daughter or save your daughter first? Because although she's a strong swimmer and may be able to last longer, Long enough for you to come back after saving her, you cannot stand the idea, idea of losing her. The f- we just went from level one to level ten. <laughs> what? You're committing homicide. Okay, but like your whole family, like where's your husband or your significant other? Like where, why can't they also swim out and get the other? Like why is this falling on just me? Like this feels yeah. a little bit one-sided yeah um that's hard interesting uh i feel like you save the weaker swimmer first yeah honestly but then again what if like I can't really like say this like to an accurate like <laughs> anything ever. Nothing I say is accurate. However, yeah. I feel like logically in my brain, if I was thinking without emotions, I'd like save this poor swimmer first and then go back and save the stronger swimmer. Yeah. But like in the moment though, are you able to take out no. that emotion part of it? Nobody yeah. fucking does that. <laughs> ever. I What's guess your I, answer? I mean, that makes it same. If I took out the emotion of it, I'd be like, obviously, the person who's weaker, I'd want to save. And, like, I don't want to deal with that from my sister of, like, that <laughs> I was gonna you say. killed my daughter. Like, Literally. that's a lot. Because you also have that, too, of, like, you had the opportunity to save somebody that you were supposed to be looking after that's not your kid. And, like, it's a lot I don't know. Guilt. I don't know. I guess my thought is you save this, the, the worst swimmer first, then yes. you go back. Because even if the other person is a stronger swimmer, hopefully they have time to like keep their head above water long enough. And then even if they go under, they've only been under a shorter period of time. Very true. Yeah. I think I'd save them too. Again, we say this like without children like and without we know being anything. in this situation. <laughs> Logically, you would just go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, logically, we would be like, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, let's just go past that one. That one made me (laughs) That one, I didn't Uh, like that. The, our in-office theft. You're in charge of petty cash at the office. However, a co-worker is responsible for making the weekly trip to the bank to make the business deposit. I can't talk. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be rough. Um, To obtain the petty cash for the following week. In a conversation with your mutual supervisor, you are asked in the increase in petty cash flow was enough. You, however, have not seen any additional money. You realize your coworker has been pocketing the additional money. This one has three options. Do you tell your supervisor you have either not asked for or haven't received the additional petty cash and that you suspect your coworker is pocketing it? Do you tell your coworker your suspicion and give them a chance to pay the money back? 
Or do you say nothing and just wait and see what happens? <sighs> I feel like I am such a rule follower. The rule mm-hmm. questions are going to be like, well, duh. I would just tell them like, hey, I haven't – I wouldn't be like, yo, I think it's this person. I'd be like, oh, well, this person's been counting it and I haven't gotten any extra, so I don't know what that means. But like there's not <laughs> extra. I feel like – I feel like I would play dumb and almost be like, hey, they said yeah. that we had this extra $20. Like, have you seen it? And then, like, Oh, so you tell the coworker you. first. Well, I would just kind of be like, do you know what I'm – just to be like, hey, I know what the fuck's up. And if they mm. try to be like, oh, yeah, man, then I'd pro- – I mean, either way, I'd you're probably gonna give You're going to give them time to pin it on you? Not necessarily. I guess that's fair. <laughs> I think I would just be like – I'm so, I'm such a like I am out for myself and I'm gonna we're gonna climb the corporate ladder one way or another <laughs> and if this person's stealing cash I'm not going down for him. I would just want to see if I think I would want to see if they would lie to me. Oh, see, my play would be the supervisor asks like, okay, have like you gotten like where's the extra money? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Like I haven't been the one that's counting it, but mm-hmm. I haven't like signed off that there's been any extra just to kind of like suss it out and then be like okay clear like hey you asked me first and i do not know where it is and then i would go to the coworker and be like yo second not first and be like yo they mentioned that there's no extra cash like has there been any in the last couple of weeks and i just didn't know or like what that's fair yeah like kind of already alert the supervisor up, like, yeah. yeah but i'm not i guess that's more what stealing. i mean Oh, 100%. No, no. And this money makes me nervous in general. Like I do help with a lot of office like money stuff, like uh-huh. gifts and all that. And I literally get so nervous. I let everyone know immediately, like I have this much amount. This is how mm-hmm. much everything costs. Like I'm mm-hmm. so uncomfy with that. So like, I definitely feel like yeah. to your point, I would like tell the supervisor, like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I would still go to them before mm-hmm. the supervisor can and be like, hey, what's up? And see if they straight up with me or not they they fess up or not your friends suck